Hi there, grief growers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm taking a break from full-length podcasting at the moment and gearing up for season six of Coming Back, which premieres on May 1st, 2019. But in the meantime, I wanted to bring you some never-before-heard clips from season five's interviews. These between-seasons mini-episodes are my way of saying thank you for listening and include fun tidbits, bonus stories, and off-air clips from conversations we had this season on Coming Back. On this In the Meantime episode, I'm highlighting a story from my interview with Dr. Sharon Prentice, who appeared on episode 73 of Coming Back. Dr. Prentice had a tricky, honestly pretty bitter relationship with God and religion because of the death of her daughter until her shared death experience with her husband occurred. I asked her if she ever went back and made reparations with the people whose beliefs she'd previously judged and mocked. Here's what she had to say. Uh, I want to ask one more question, and then uh, we'll let people know where they can find you and your book as well. Um, And that is something happens when we identify as something really strongly, and then we identify as its total opposite really strongly. Um, This can happen with people who switch political sides of the aisle. I know for me personally, I was like vegan for a year and now I eat everything. And so I'm kind of wondering, it's so funny, (laughs) uh, I'm wondering what happened uh, in your world when you went from being this person who would cut down anybody who said anything about God and make fun of people who believed to becoming this person who really, A, you're like, I know God. I've met him on a personal level. I've been held and embraced by him. So I'm wondering, um, not necessarily in like a 12 step way, but was there, were there any like reparations or amends that you felt you needed to make after this experience happened and, or was there some kind of crisis of identity either with your friend group or your family? You know, it's funny. My entire family, my, the lives of my entire family were altered that evening because, you know, it was a small community and the nurses and the doctor and, you know, all the people that were around us, everyone knew that something had happened. And then when the oncologist and the nurse started telling the story it got through the whole hospital in a matter of, you know, an hour. And then the community found out. And, and so it was just, for me, it was an immediate transformation. And unfortunately, the people that I had been so absolutely rotten to um, were, as I say, we moved around a lot, you know, and Steve was also military. So I mean, we moved around a lot, and I never really saw any of them. But the very next day, well, really that evening, um, when I got home, I knew that every single thing in my life had changed. And as far as my relationship with God, when I tried going back to church, I really did. I, and, but then I haunted, like I said, everything. I went to every Protestant denomination you could think of. I went to the Catholic church. I went to, uh, you know, I, there's a, uh, uh, I went to see a monk. Uh, who lives in Washington D.C. As a matter of, because I moved, I moved back here to ta- to uh, Virginia uh, when my husband died. Because this is where my parents live, and I just sought out all of these people and talking about all of these things. I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to learn about it because I was different. And and just know it's hard to explain, but just knowing that you are that thought of God. Good Lord, what a what a total absolute transformation that was for me and 
it's not that I'm this perfect person because I'm not. Okay. I'm absolutely not. And I always try to be kind and I always try to be understanding. And do I fail? Oh yeah. I fail just like everybody else does. Okay. There are times when all I want to do is throttle somebody, you know, but there's no maliciousness left in me. And I think if I ever tried to be malicious, um, that would probably make me gag too. Uh, uh, so that, that is, that was such a change for me. And on a spiritual level, I do not consider myself religious. And I know you hear that so much anymore. It, uh, once again, that too has become cliche for people to say, oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Um, and I often wonder, do they even realize what they're saying? You know what I mean? Do they even realize when someone says, I am a spiritual being? Or is that just something they're saying and they don't understand what it really, really means, what they are saying? So it was, for me, it was all just this immediate, this is immediate change. And I didn't feel, okay, I didn't feel it necessary. I never harmed anyone. I was just mean, okay? I was more mean and harmful to myself than I was to anyone else. I was sarcastic and, and the things I would say would be very belittling and yeah, that by itself. And I know words can harm greatly, but once I would do that to someone, I would distance myself from them and never see them again. Um, I did a lot of that. Let me tell you, I built walls around me that were impenetrable. Uh, so it wasn't like I was on one particular person all the time. Do I, did I feel bad about it? And do I still? Yeah. But during that experience, I was given so much love and all of that was taken from me, all of it. And I was not judged. And so I didn't judge anyone else ever, ever, ever again. That's one of the things I tell my patients. It is not your place to judge. Okay. And that is one of the things we get ourselves in trouble with. You just, you cannot judge anyone because you don't know what got them to where they are. And people will say to me, you judge people all the time by what you do. No, 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 I do not. People come to me for help. And my pointing out to them the issues that brought them to me, that is not judgment. That makes yeah. sense to you? There's a difference between uh, dishing out opinions and being come to for advice, though, too. Yes. <laughs> um, which is why yeah, it's so exactly. important. I mean, in the circles back to grief as a whole as well, um, for people yeah. who are helping people who are grieving to not meet them with platitudes, but if asked, you know, can you help me with right. this? Can you recommend a book for that? Can you teach me how to make this recipe, whatever? Then, you know, here's what they're looking for and you can provide something. Other than that, your job is to sit and witness. So I think there's some mirror echoes in yeah. there in terms of judgment versus advice, uh, because I think they can yeah. be perceived as the same thing, but one is sought out and the other one is unwelcome. I hope you enjoyed this in the meantime episode of Coming Back. If you'd like to listen to my full conversation with Dr. Sharon Prentice, check out episode 73 of Coming Back called There Just Ain't Words to Explain This with Dr. Sharon Prentice. If you're really invested in Dr. Prentice's story and want to hear more of it, I invite you to enter to win her book, Becoming Starlight, plus another book from an author this season, Now You See the Sky by Catherine H. Murray in my April Grief Books giveaway. Just head to my website, shelbyforsythia.com, click the banner at the top of the page, and type in your email address on the giveaway page for your chance to win.
One Coming Back podcast listener will receive Dr. Sharon Prentice's book, Catherine H. Murray's book, and a set of Coming Back podcast stickers. It is a totally free way to win some extra bonuses from listening to the show. You can find the link to enter to win in the show notes for this episode. Just a heads up that this giveaway closes on April 30th at midnight, so take a few seconds right now to pause this podcast, click the giveaway link in the show notes, and enter my grief book giveaway. And lastly, grief growers, if you have questions about grief and loss, or want to share your story in a group of people who just get what it's like, join me this Monday, April 22nd at 8 o'clock p.m. Central for my monthly live Google Hangout. This event is for Patreon supporters of this podcast, the people that pledge to keep the show going. But if you'd like to join us, there is still time to pledge and do so. Just $1 per month gets you access to the link to enter the live call on Monday. Pledge now at patreon.com slash Shelby for and unlock lots of private posts, including grief recordings, blogs, and videos, as well as the link to join us live. Absolutely no fancy software required on April 22nd. You can also find a link to my Patreon page in the show notes for this episode, as well as on my website, shelbyforsythia.com. That's where you can find me in the meantime. Season six of Coming Back returns in just a few weeks on May 1st, 2019. So that's all for this episode of Coming Back in the Meantime. While I'm away from the mic, you can find updates on me, this podcast, and my travels on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and some extra behind-the-scenes stuff, including my monthly Ask Me Anything hangout always on Patreon. I am still taking grief coaching clients during my time away. Head to shelbyforsythia.com slash grief coaching for more information on all the courses I offer and to fill out an interest form. If you'd like to leave a question, comment, or guest suggestion for a future episode, maybe in season six, email me at shelby at shelbyforsythia.com. As always, my dear grief growers, it was beautiful sharing this space and time with you today. I see you. I am proud of you and the work that you're doing in the world. And I love you. Because even through grief, we are growing. We are growing.